You are now listening to a Los Wise Guys production. Guys, and welcome to your weekly wisdom on the Los Wise Guys podcast, where we reflect on various topics for your amusement. If you like what you hear, remember to like, subscribe, and share the podcast. And rate and review. Don't forget to pray. I'm your host, Rudy Cardona, or one of your hosts, Rudy Cardona, accompanied by the anti-socialist Daniel Rosado. Tales from the Dark Side should have been Creep Show Part Three. Creep Show. Creep Show. Creep Show. You kept seeing Jeepers Creepers. Uh, I, it's like I knew it wasn't Jeepers Creepers, but it's Creep, Creep Show. Show. Creep, Creep Show, Show was good. Creep Show was good. A comic book? That's Creep Show, right? Yeah. Comic book? Yeah, okay. So, and, uh, so was uh, Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. And the, and, the, and Eslam, the architect. Uh, Eslam, how you doing? I don't like how comfortable you be sitting when we're doing this online shit, bro. I, got I don't like back. this shit. I got a bad back. So I'm, I'm <laughs> leaning up against the wall. I'm in bed. Yeah. I'm, I'm sick again. Not still sick. Sick again. I actually got better and got sick again. You don't know how upset I am about this. <laughs> Bro, you need to get out of that fucking hospital. It's going to kill you. Don't you hang out with dead people? Like, no. Aren't you? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> like, I mean, aren't you? What does that mean? I mean, you I'm should just, for Halloween. Just being a bunch of zombies, just hanging out. <laughs> yeah, bring some dead bodies with you to the party. No. <laughs> just <laughs> you can borrow some. Just borrow one or two. They won't miss them. Who's looking? Do you know like, who who works in the who works in the morgue area? You know the guy. What's his name? Richie. That's not that's not <laughs> how it works. That's not how it works. I heard he's nice. Is he nice? There is no Richie in the morgue area. <laughs> oh, okay. oh shit, he dead. Yeah right. <laughs> yeah. Actually, if that was the case, then he would be in the morgue area, wouldn't he? <laughs> he's actually there. Oh man, interesting shit. Yeah, I feel bad that you're sick, Dan. Go have um. Go have some Alka Seltzer. I've had everything else. It's fun. So what's going on, Esau? Not much, man. Um, there's a lot of dudes working at my office now. I don't like it. I don't like what? it one bit. Because there's always wrong? there's always someone in the bathroom taking a shit, and the bathroom right? smells like shit all the fucking day. All I'm saying is, you know, flush when it hits. Like the moment, this, that, the moment that dunk happens, just like flush. this didn't happen before because when I started working, there was only like three or four of us, and now there's like a lot more, like double. And there's always, like, literally every time I go to the bathroom to pee, there's always someone taking a shit. It's so fucking annoying. So annoying. They need to stop well, shitting. What bothers me more is when you go in there and there's only like three stalls, and then that person takes that middle stall. Like, why are they taking the middle stall? Does that not bother you guys? I only have two stalls in there, so uh, there's oh, okay. there's no middle stall. I mean, come on. We, do you know the rules? You know, if there's three stalls, you, mean you take the, the left or the right. When it, when it comes to the urinal, yeah. When it comes yeah, to the, the urinal. Stall. Sorry, oh, the urinal. Okay. okay, I was about to say what the yeah. fuck you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 yeah. walls. It's yeah, <laughs> that's just an asshole. Yeah. You know, take take fucking, you know, don't take the middle urinal. You take you take the left or the right. You're always you always need one urinal space away unless there's dividers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, even then, even then, if there are dividers and there are not that many people in the bathroom, yeah, you still do still. one. You still do the one. Yeah. you skip one. Yeah, that's you always one. skip one, unless there's now, too many. And if there's dividers, then yeah. it's kind of okay. But yeah. still, now if there's three 
and the middle one is empty, but the stall is open. Do you take the stall before you take that middle one? What is there two people already standing there? Yeah, there's two people. We got and there's one dividers. Where yes. where is this bathroom located? Uh yeah, I'll take the middle one. At, as long as there's at, dividers, I don't care. Oh, okay. At where, work. Where, where's the bathroom? At work? Yeah. At work, I'll take the stall. Okay. No, nah, I'll just do the divider. I don't need if to. if it's if it's like an arena or something like that, I was like, you never know. Somebody ate some bad nachos or popcorn or something. They they need that stall. Oh, I'm, I'm just afraid to go into a stall at any arena. It's just always a nightmare. It's the fucking worst. People are savages. Oh, I know. It's like I don't fucking get it. Like you don't treat your house like this. Why are you treating this place like this? Like stop being all oh, the animals. Stall. Mm-hmm. When they just like they'll take a shit and they just leave everything. Like, there. why are you taking shits on the wall? Yeah. Like, there's a toilet there. Yeah. That's what it's there for. Like, Does what it, the fuck? They'll they'll take home the toilet seat. <laughs> Yo, like, yeah. I don't fucking get it. It's so annoying. <laughs> like, I could use this. He's not joking. <laughs> oh my god, Rudy, what's like, the topic for today? I, I almost want to sit here and talk about toilets all day. <laughs> We I feel like, like, I feel like we've time. done that a like, decent I hate, about. I hate when you go into a, a toilet stall and they don't have the, the tissue paper to put on the toilet. Like, uh, what are we, savages? That's when you got to use the toilet paper to start making yeah, it Yeah, yeah. And you got to layer. You got to layer. You know, yeah. first you got to do one on each side. Then you got to get the back. Then you got to get the front. Mm-hmm. And then you got to do another layer. Once again, I also feel like it depends on where you're going to. Like, if, you, if you're going to a wrestling show and for some reason you need to use that stall, you're, you're doing maximum layers. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd just a, hold wrestling it show. or die. I'm not taking a no. shit at an arena. I don't trust wrestling fans. I mean, if after I, what I saw. After fuck that you, guy shoving you. You guys are liable to spread herpes on stalls. I don't know what y'all be doing. I don't trust y'all. I, and that that was the last time I was in a stall at an arena. Because I had to herpes. change. I had to change in, in the stall real quick. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. All right. I had to wear the proper shirt for the proper event. That's right. That's right. You, re- you represent. Yeah. That's Speaking of that, I still have that Bret Hart shirt, and I love that shirt. Thank you very much for that. No problem. Even though I paid for it, and you know, you chose. I stuff. got it. You said get me something good, and I got you. Yeah, he so. knows me so well. <laughs> um, my topic. Um, oh, you're starting. Okay. Well, he just said that. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't listening. Pay attention. Smackdown's on TV, man. <laughs> man, Kofi Kingston lost the title. Oh, yeah, like so How'd you know Friday. Kofi was on TV? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know he was on TV. <laughs> I know he lost the title in like 10 minutes to Bra- Brock Lesnar. Everybody's upset. I, I was talking about Booker T. Talking you know they still that. haven't acknowledged that. Oh, like, God. Like, storyline-wise, Kofi Kingston hasn't mentioned it, hasn't done anything. Because like, they're not going to give him another shot to get that title. That's what, exactly. It's okay. Cain Velasquez is going to go up against Brock Lesnar in Saudi Arabia. That's great. And then so. Tyson Fury is. Uh, yep. yeah. um, my topic. So... For those of you who don't know, and I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast or not, I got hit. Like my car got rear-ended. Uh, just to give some context of the story, there was a red light. There was three cars in front of me. Each one of these cars is slowing down to this red light. I'm starting to slow down to this red light. Person behind me didn't get the memo. Hit me. I was like, "What the fuck?" I like, I my brain, my brain shot out. Like it just shot up, and like I was alert at that moment. Uh, came back completely dented in my back. Um, luckily, the trunk still opens and closes. So that was pretty cool. Um, the lady, and this is interesting. I was going to bring this up to talk to you guys about it also. So the lady, it wasn't even her car. It was her son's car. Mm. So how would you feel if your mom used your car to go to the store or something, and then she hit somebody? I'd be upset. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't really care that much because she's going to pay for it. So, mm. But it's still your insurance, though, on the car. So technically, you, your insurance so she's is probably, still going to she's hit. probably on the insurance if she's mm-hmm. driving her son's car. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. You just borrow in the car sometimes. I don't know. Honestly, if if it's anyone, I'd be upset. I mean, yeah, I'd be upset, but if it's my mom, I wouldn't care as much. Oh, I'm not. I'm not going to be like. I'm gonna disown you or nothing. It's like, I, I, I just <laughs> I'm gonna be upset about the situation. Okay, I disown my mom. Yeah, <laughs> if it was MBS, he'd lock his mother up. So you know, who? I don't know. The Prince of Saudi Arabia. ABC one two three. Dory oh. me, <laughs> baby you and me. Oh man. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah. So so my car got hit. Uh, we're waiting for these people to let me know what's going on with it. They gave me a rental. The rental is a Nasda, a Nasda, a Nissan uh, Maxima. Those good old Nas. Those those. Uh, <laughs> those those. Um, a Nissan Maxima. It's a really nice car. It's like a sportish feel to it. I really like it a lot. Um, the guy pretty much said, yeah, it's borderline totaled. It's pretty much totaled. Um, so they're going to cut me a check eventually for the car. So in the process of doing that, I've been looking at other car dealerships, obviously, to find a good car, find a good deal and whatnot. And, you know, I kind of just bit the bullet on Thursday and I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to go there because if anything, you know, I, do, I don't like dealing with the bullshit that comes along with dealerships and we'll get into that. But my thing was, is I kind of wanted to bite the bullet just to get used to the environment because like it's kind of an environment you have to get used to where you're going to be dealing with swindlers or just people that are just jackasses or try to try to lie to you or whatever. Um, So I went to a dealership. Luckily, it's literally around the corner from my house. Um, They sell really good cars at a, a low mileage, decent prices and things like that. Um. And as soon as I walk up, you know, I said hi to the guy, whatever. And then I pretty much, you know, I had two tactics in my mind. One was to play stupid. And then the other one was to just come out guns blazing. And I kind of just decided to just come out guns blazing and just be straightforward. And I straight up told him, like, look, honestly, out of this entire lot, there's only two cars I'm looking for. There's that was uh, this Hyundai Sonata and this Honda Accord. Those are the main two that I'm looking at. And as far as price is concerned, I'm not looking to go higher than eleven hundred on the Hyundai Sonata. And I'm not looking to go. I mean, eleven eleven thousand on the Hyundai Sonata and thirteen thousand on the Honda Accord. The Honda Accord was priced at seventeen, and the Sonata was priced at fourteen. Are these so new or used? They're used, but they're fairly they're fairly new. Like the Hyundai Sonata is twenty sixteen with only twenty thousand miles, and then the Honda Accord is a twenty seventeen with fifteen thousand miles on it. Oh wow! Yeah, they're pretty yeah. much brand new. Yeah, exactly. So they're pretty much brand new. They're still within their warranty and their time frame. Uh, the Sonata, I'm kind of leaning on a little bit more because it has a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty on top of everything else. So even if I get the car, I'm going to have the warranty on it till 2026 in reality. So it's a really long time to be having the the warranty on that car. But I pretty much told them, I was like, look, I was like, I want the Sonata at 11. That's a $3,000 difference. And if anything, I'd want the Accord at 13, which is a, a $4,000 difference. Now, the reason I did that was because I, I didn't want to waste his time. I didn't want to wait him wasting my time. Yeah. And at the same time, I was also like, I'm also putting in his mind already, look, I, if you're going to give me the Sonata at 11, it does it benefit you more in your mind to just get $2,000 more out of me and give me the Honda Accord at 13? You get what I mean? Yeah. Um, cause I don't want to bullshit. There's no point. I don't want to waste my time. I'm gonna sit there and talk to this guy for like two hours and then not get anything. So I was like, let me yeah, just get give this you the run around and all the yeah. bullshit. So, you know, for the most part, he was being straightforward. Um, I asked him to pop the trunk. I checked the tire wear to make sure the tires were good and they were even. Um, I checked the fluids. It looked like the oil in the car was a little dark. I mean, that could be from just it sitting on the lot for an extended period of time. Yeah, but I think they change it, that stuff before they give it to you, right? They're Depending supposed the dealer, to. Though. 
they're supposed to. Um, mm-hmm. I'd probably ask for it depending on what the price is that they're going to try and do a markup on. A lot of videos that I've seen actually say that you can get them to not charge you for that. And just literally just say, I'm not going to take the car with this stuff on it. I think it's supposed to be like $300 or something like that. Um, I mean, it depends. Either way, I want to make sure I get the fluids up to date on my shit. Um, so, but the thing was, so everything was going pretty smooth. The guy was really nice. Uh, he had only been working there for like two months, so he didn't have the most pull ever, but he was also extremely like glad that I was being extremely transparent about what I was looking for and how much I was spending. Um, but the one thing he said that threw me off and I was like, that's definitely not going to happen is he said, well, the owner said that he doesn't really want to talk about numbers on the cars until he absolutely knows that you're ready to buy something, which I understood. But at the same time, he was also like, but at the same time, we're not going to get a better understanding for how much you'd end up paying on the cars until we run your credit. And I was like, I told him, I was like, you're not, you're not running my credit. I was like, if you want, I'll pull up credit karma. You can check out the numbers for yourself on credit karma, but you're not going to run my credit because the moment you run my credit, I'm not going anywhere else because you've just pulled a hard inquiry on my credit and I'm not going to go through that again at another dealership. So, mm-hmm. um, but they're really good people. I mean, honestly, I told them, I was like, this was Thursday. I was like, look, my car got, my car got, uh, totaled out. I'm not going to lie to you. I need a car, but at the same time, I don't need a car from you. So, you know, I want to get a car here. You guys are in the same town that I live in, you know, keep it local, keep it in the quote unquote family, things like that. You know, trying to butter them up a little bit. Yeah. Um, so for the most part, they were fine. His name is Matt. He even said he was like, uh, he was like, look, he's like, you know, when you get your money, just, you know, give me a call. He gave me his tech, his cell phone number. He was like, he's like, just keep in contact. If you know, if you find something else that's somewhere else, that's fine. If you decide you want to come back here, that's cool too. You know, it's just, but he was really cool with letting me go. You know, like some dealerships will fucking keep you there until you're fucking tired of shit just so they can push something on you. You know what I mean? So that was the one thing. He knows where I stand on the finances and there was no That's issue probably on because that. he he figured out that he's not going to be able to bullshit you yeah so exactly. he's not going to waste your time with that tactic because you'll just get up and walk away and be like i'm yeah. done that was the thing that's why i told that's why I, i'd rather come out guns blazing because i was like the moment they see that okay this guy knows what he wants he's done his research he already knows how much he wants to spend you know you can only you can't bully people like that now if it's yeah. someone who comes in off the street who knows absolutely nothing about cars and they just need a car and they're like looking for something reliable, you can get them to pay whatever you really want at that point. But yeah, I mean, I was, I mean, I literally was looking at the fluids. I was looking at the inside of the car. I was looking at the outside of the car. I was literally telling him like, look, this, I saw another Hyundai Sonata in Hillside. That's like 11, nine that has pretty much the same stuff that this car has, but you know, I'm trying to keep it local. And at the same time, I'm trying to avoid driving out the Hillside. I'm like, I will, if I have to, but I'd rather not. I'd rather give you my business. It's it's really the game itself is just so fucking awkward because you're almost selling yourself and your ability to buy a car to this damn dealership. But it's like my thing also is like I tell people like when people tell me about their car buying experiences, I hate hearing those stories. And I've gone through with my parents where you're at the fucking dealership from like eight o'clock in the morning till eight o'clock at night, just going back and forth with paperwork and credit and things like that. And I don't want to deal with that. When I bought my Acura the first time, I had ten. Th- I had ten grand in cash. I said I want that car. She said how much? I said I said nine. And I was so upset with myself looking back on it because I really didn't negotiate that well. I said nine. She said nine five, and we settled. But in reality, I probably could have said seven, and she probably would have gave it to me at cheaper price. But I yeah, was. Yeah, but in you live and you learn. It is. Yeah, it is. yeah. I mean, I was a kid at that time, so that's why. Like now, I'm like. That's why I'm trying to get like three, four grand off this car. Because on top of that, you know, if I get, let's say I get the Sonata at 11, 
with taxes and fees, it'll probably push it back up to 13 anyway. So I'm like, let me just try to get as low as possible. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's all an experience. It's just, it's just such a crazy experience how it goes because I've been with my parents. I remember I was with my parents at a Dodge dealership when I was a kid and we were there for days, like two days, morning till night with them dealing with the credit and banks and this and that and a third. And I was just like, I'm not dealing with this. I'm like, I know I got good credit. I'm not dealing with this shit. I just want the car. I'll be in and out and I'll be done. I want to, I want to be out of that dealership in less than an hour because I know the shit I already want. But at the same time, it's also helpful when you have a number in your head and you straight up tell them, look, I want to buy a car here. I'll buy it right now. Or I will literally walk away. Like there's nothing holding me there. Well, also, are you going to put anything down? Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's why I'm trying to get it low. Right. So let's say I get the Sonata at 11, maybe with taxes and fees, it'll be 13. I'm trying to put like maybe what first of all, I'm going to put down whatever they give me for the car. So it's probably going to be between four and five and then maybe an extra two. So maybe maybe max half, like you're six. pretty much putting like half. Yeah, I'm pretty much paying off half the car. So if you're, so, if you're paying off half, I'd say make it go lower. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out. Like because like once you get the money and you know exactly how much you're going to pay, mm-hmm. cuz you could go in and be like, "Listen. This is what I want." Right? You can even bring it down to like 10. Be mm-hmm. like 10 plus your taxes and fees, right? I'll give you 6k right now. I'll have four left over to pay. Mm-hmm. Right? And with that, that's at least they know they have guaranteed money coming in mm-hmm. and they should be okay. Like, they'll probably try to haggle and, like, go up again. But, like, as long as you're putting down, like, a decent amount down up front, you can you have the power to tell them, like, you need to bring this lower. Yeah. yeah. It really it really just depends on amenities, right? Like, so this is this is the, this is the scenario I'm running in because you guys know I'm trying to I'm trying to leave my job. Like, I hate my job. I'm trying to quit this job. Well, not quit. I hope they fire me. Um <laughs> So it's it's between three different cars, right? So this the the Honda and this is this is the base value. The Honda's at about fifteen nine, the the Sonata's about thirteen nine, and then they have a Nissan Sentra, which is literally ten nine. I could literally probably talk that Sonata down to probably six or seven and pay it so much off that I probably have two grand broken up the course of maybe sixty month uh financing. Wait, I'm sorry, which car again? It's it's a Nissan Sentra. So the Nissan's the Nissan Sentra has 25,000 miles on it, and it is 10,900, so pretty much 1,100. Okay. So I could probably talk that down to seven, put down five, and pay off two grand over, and put it on like a 60-month six, lease and probably never even feel the payments of it being like $50. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it probably would be, it'd probably be less than my cell phone bill at that point. Um but that's if I just want a car right now and not feel the payment. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the that's the place I'm in between. It's do I want a car that's cheap that I don't feel the payment that's reliable? Or do I at least want something I'm going to be happy with at the end of the day that I'm going to at least be like, I actually like my car. And it's not just a tool to get me to and from work. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, you're making payments on something. You at least want to enjoy that thing that you're making payments on. Yeah, that's why I never really bought a car from a dealer. Most of my cars I bought through someone who like buys and fixes cars and then sells them mm-hmm. like a, someone trusted like a friend of the family mm-hmm. so the only car my we actually bought from the dealer was my sister's car mm-hmm. and i didn't have anything to do with that that was my dad and my sister they went to a dealer and it's just like once they were done they were like never again um so yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a crazy ass exhausting experience yeah so it's just like buying this car and it's just like 
Yeah, so I can also like um if you want uh to buy a car like that too, I can let my dad's friend know. Does he have a I mean if he has a lot or something, just let me know. I'll take a look no, at it. No, he his doesn't inventory. have a lot, but he'll have he has like a small garage where he keeps uh like one or two cars that he's mm-hmm. fixing or whatnot. Or he's he'll find you a car mm-hmm. and then if you want I can like give you his contact information i'll let you know i'm like i said i'm still holding off until i find out exactly how much money they're going to be giving me on this total yeah. loss anyway um dan i know that you i don't know how i think it's been like what a year or two years now that you got the honda that mm-hmm. you recently got mm-hmm. where the last car was like the devil and then you had to get mm-hmm. rid of it and now mm-hmm. you worked on this one when you got the, is your car a lease or a finance it's a lease okay so it's a lease so i've never leased a car so how is the leasing how first of all how is leasing and then what are the benefits to it, and what are definitely the drawbacks on it? Because right, my concern now, is... Remember who you're speaking to. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I, I know you don't know that much about cars, but I also know you're not stupid when it comes to numbers. So I'm pretty sure you have a pretty good idea of what you're paying or what was added onto your car or things like that you felt more secure about or willing to pay. All right, this is going to be a situation where you have to ask me questions, and if I can, I will answer. Okay. <laughs> so how do you like leasing compared to financing? Um... I like it because, I mean, the whole situation is it's a new car. I don't mm-hmm. have to deal with the headache. Of and it was a brand new car when you started leasing it? 2018. I bought it in 2018. But no, I mean, like, it had no miles on it? No, no miles. Okay, okay. So I got that. That's That was one of the things I was looking for because I had the previous car, like, as as you said, was a devil horrible car. The car I had before that was a great car. In the end, it was old, so... It, you know, it started screwing up towards the end, the transmission. And um, so it was just like all my experience with cars has always been just a hassle, put, putting money into something that is just going to break down someday. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I it's not so much that I don't know about cars. It's more that I truly with all my heart hate cars mm-hmm. um, to the point where it's like if I could live in an area where you don't need a car, that would be beneficial to me. Uh but yeah, so I mean, the whole thing is, uh, I like leasing over financing simply because of the fact that I leased a brand new car. Yeah. Uh, you're still making the no f- you're still making the financing with the leasing. You have the whole um, the insurance thing where they, it's not like financing where you have to have uh, you're taking care of it yourself and all that crap. Yeah, but yeah. So so then, what's your leasing every three months? I mean, every three years? Yeah. Okay. So then, how many miles per year? Probably ten. Right? Uh, I don't remember. It's probably 10. You got a Civic, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's probably 10. Freddie literally just got one. He's got a three-year, 30,000-mile lease. So every ten, every it's 10,000 miles a year. Whatever it was, I remember the whole reason I don't remember is because of the fact that I don't drive. So it's just yeah, like exactly. whatever. Like They gave me a number. I was like, perfect. I know I'm going to stay under it. I don't need to mm-hmm. ever worry about this ever again. Now, I guess my question, right, is one thing. This is my bigger concern, and I guess we'll we'll see where we transition from this. Is my, one of my biggest concerns is if you're leasing, do you have to pay more for certain insurance on it as a result of it being more of a liability because it's not technically your car? You have to pay full coverage. I know that, but I mean from the dealership itself, do you have to pay extras as a result of it being a lease rather than a finance? Because re- in a finance, it's pretty much like, okay, this is your car. The bank owns it. But anything that happens to this car that's out of warranty or out of your insurance, it's on you. So how is it with leasing? I mean, like I said, this was towards the end of the situation where I was there for a while. I'd had it. 
one of the things I hated doing is talking about cars. So being surrounded by a bunch of cars with people who were really excited about buying or selling cars, I was in the worst mood imaginable. Mm-hmm. So at the end of everything, and I think I'm ready to go, I think I'm good to go, whatever, then that's uh, a lady comes in. She's like, all right, so you got this coverage, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And she's saying like, um, okay, so if you want, you could add on these different things. I don't remember exactly what the different things were, but they were supposed to be for some crap. I forgot what it was. And she, she did a breakdown of this many people, this pr- like 80% of the people usually get this, 50% of the people usually get this. And it was different things like the, it's something on tires and crap like that. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, I remember for one thing, she said that there was like 100% of the people got this one thing. It might have been the tires. So I just waited for her to say everything she said, and I was like, okay, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, no, on, you're absolutely right because Freddie said the same thing. Freddie so said the same thing. Audio. I can't hear you guys that great. You can't hear me? Now I can hear you. All right. Uh, no, same thing was happening with Freddie. Like, the one thing was like they were saying, you know, one thing they said was like paint coverage, where it was like if there's a chip of paint or anything. Yeah, there was like there. weird extra stuff. Yeah, like if there was any paint chipping or certain kind of damage things where if like there's someone if there's a dent in there, they will literally fix anything mm-hmm. or certain Hondas have. I think Honda sensing glass, mm-hmm. which is like special tempered glass where it needs to be only fixed at a Honda spot or things like that. I mean, I was actually looking up. Have you ever have you ever heard of gap insurance? No. So gap insurance is really popular when it comes to financing a car. So pretty much what ends up happening is if. If you're financing a car for $20,000 and you've paid down five and let's say you get into an accident that totals the car, your insurance covers up to a certain point and the intent for the gap insurance is to cover the rest of it so that way you don't have to worry about paying it. Um, Otherwise, you might be liable for the difference in it or something like that. But uh, I hear it's a ripoff depending on how much you pay on the car. So if you pay the car halfway through... Like let's say you've already like your car's worth ten thousand and mm-hmm. you've paid six on it, mm-hmm. then your insurance is probably gonna cover the remaining balance on that car. Mm-hmm. It's really only intended for cars with really, really high balances so that you don't think you'd be able to cover. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't know, it's just it's just another it's not the scheme or ripoff that they yeah. try to get you to go with. And that's the thing, like you were talking about when you went there, right? That uh you went in there guns blaze and you knew what you were doing. See, I, I had to be completely different. I wasn't I was nothing like that. I um I don't know anything about cars. Mm-hmm. So I just went in there and I was like, I'm going to, I mean, you guys always make fun of me being very negative. Um, this was actually, me. It actually, it actually works in a situation. Well, like that's this. the thing. This was me truly negative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I went in there and, and I basically made, made it known that there's nothing anyone could do. That's going to make me happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> God, Jesus himself could walk in with his blessing hands. And you still be an upset. Be mob. like, unless you guys are giving me a free car, you ain't gonna make even me then, happy. Even so. then, even then, I'm upset at the fact that I'm getting a car. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I still have to drive this shit. Yeah, I was. I mean, I was. I was upset at everything they said, and it was just like it's one of those things where you see the ads, you see the commercials. They say it costs this much, and I was like, well, you're advertising for this price, and now you're doing this price. And I, I was like, Ooh, you guys are lying. I was like, well, we're not lying. No, 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 you're lying. You're a liar. And it is, you know, stuff like that. So. Uh, you can see the guy was at getting aggravated toward the end, which is what I wanted. Um, and it wasn't even to try to lower the price or anything. It's just like, I have to deal with the situation I don't want to deal with. If I'm upset, you mm-hmm. should be upset, too. Um, <laughs> no, but that's the perfect situation. That's the one time being the anti-social is a perfect moment because they actually say the most upset you look and the most distraught you look, mm-hmm. especially about the numbers, the more they're going to see that they're about to lose a sale. Yeah. And it's it's funny because I was, I was originally thinking about... Um, I was because my car was 
still usable to an extent, like my older car. So I was thinking about like driving to the thing, do whatever, and then that's when my parents were like, "Oh, let's go with you." I was like, "Great!" So, oh god, they went with me, and it, there was a part where we all got to an argument, and I was just like, "You know, let's go." Like uh, we pretty much already like almost had, had had everything settled without signing, and I was just like, "If you want to do it, let's all just go home." And the guys are like looking at us like, "But you guys?" Was like, "No, I don't care. I'll just leave right now." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> He's yeah, probably to, about to sh- like cry. Yeah, that's the thing. When you get to the point where you're about to sign the paperwork and they feel like they've only almost got you, yeah. and you decide to get up and walk away, that's when they're the most willing to work with you the most. So yeah, they're uh, like they're about to lose something. Like I said, I'm, I'm sure there was never a situation where this guy had to deal with somebody acting the way I was acting. Oh, I can't. Yeah, I should take you with me. <laughs> I should straight up take you with me. And it was like, I'm like, yeah, we're looking for a car for me, but he's handling everything. Like we don't even want a car. Yeah. Why are you here? <laughs> That's the first thing I said. God. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Hopefully when I go back, they'll, they'll work with me and give me a better situation. And I'm, I I really it really comes down to just not budging on your note. Like, if I don't budge on that 11, I I, I would be surprised if they don't fuck with me and they just – because they're still going to lose a sale. To me, it's a, still a sale. Like, there was one time just – just a quick note before we probably wrap this up is mm-hmm. that um, Johnny went to a dealership and it was the freehold – jeep dealership and they're like a, the biggest jeep dealership in the state of new jersey and johnny went in there and he was like yeah i'm looking for this car that and a third and he was like honestly there's no he's like this is going to sound bad but there's no room for negotiation at this dealership because we sell so many cars that it really wouldn't bother me that's if true. we Just didn't, walk if we out. didn't. Like, all right, and that's what he did time. he's like and then no and then johnny was like, all right well then we're leaving and then he was like okay <laughs> and i was like and I, and I told johnny i was like that guy's an idiot i was like if that was the situation i was in i'd go straight to his manager and be like, oh, so he tells me that, you know, you guys make so much money that you can't afford a sale. So I'm about to walk away because he just said that. And I guarantee his manager would be like, what the, what the fuck are you doing? Because I, no matter what, every every car, and the thing I learned is that every car on a lot, no matter how big or how small, is a depreciating value item. Yeah. If you have, if you have, 10, if you have 10 cars on a lot or 10,000 cars on a lot, every day that car is on that lot, it depreciates in value. Because mm-hmm. the next model is rolling out in a couple months. Oh yeah, there was um, I saw an article the other day because 2017 and 2018 model SUV models <clears throat> weren't selling well, so their prices are dropping fast. Oh, 2018 and 2019, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. dropping fast because the 2020 models are rolling out, mm-hmm. and so it's just like their prices have like plummeted. So they because dealers want to sell them mm-hmm. because so they can make room on their lots for 2020 models. Yeah. It's end of the end of the month is the best time to look for a car. End of the year and holiday seasons. Yeah, but that's when I did mine. It was some one of those stupid holidays. It was like Labor Day or something. Yeah, but that's the thing. They I'm not, not like that's the thing. They're trying to move the models. Like that's the one disadvantage I have because my lot is a smaller lot. But if mm-hmm. I were to go to like a major dealership, it's it's taking up space on their lot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's the deal. That's the situation I'm dealing with. Stay tuned. Eventually, I'll let you know what car I got and how much I paid. Uh, you want mine? <laughs> what? <laughs> you're still, you're still lease. Honestly, I would lease a car, but my problem is I plan to go to Florida. No, so no, I, no, I get it completely. That's the uh, only. Yeah, thing. I would never lease a car. No, I don't like no. the restriction of miles. See, I have no problem with that because I don't drive like that. My thing is, if I were to lease a car here, mm. it's a thousand miles yeah, to Florida. Just, just driving there. Just to Florida. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to burn through a thousand miles on that car. You, you put it on a truck. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that's what I have to do. I would literally have to tow. I would have to. Yeah. I'd have to rent a U-Haul, which will cost me a thousand dollars. Fucking rent a U-Haul to, to tow my shit to Florida, which will cost me like a thousand dollars just to take the car down there. Nobody needs cars. You know what I'm People saying? Public transportation. Lazy. People are lazy. Public transportation. Get a bike. Uber it up. Nobody needs bikes. We Monorails. We should have no vehicles. Just no more vehicles. No, how will we get around? Just walk. Oh, it's a, <clears throat> well, you won't have no more that vehicles. That or, or rollerblades. Driverless Walking vehicles. or rollerblades. Rollerblades? <laughs> That's a, those are the only modes of transportation. <laughs> Jet-powered rollerblades. Dan's, Dan's future consists of walking and rollerblades. <laughs> That's That's it. If you don't have those... Just cop, just shut, chop your legs off. <laughs> just chop your fucking legs off because you ain't got no chance. Oh, Good man. shit, guys. Thank you. I feel like you guys helped me out with this. Appreciate that. I need the support. How? <laughs> I don't know. It just it's you know it's nice to when your when your days suck and your life sucks and and you you know you feel so alone and then when other people tell you how about how fucked up their lives are you're like you know what mine's not that bad. I haven't said anything bad. Like I don't know. I know, Dan. I understand. <laughs> it's all right. Thank you. What is all right? <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Thank you for your contribution. All right. Okay. all right, Dan, what you got? Halloween. Halloween. It's coming right around the corner. Around the corner. Yep. Yep. All Hallow's Eve. Yeah, all I like Hallow's that one. Eve. I like that one. I saw Hocus Pocus the other day. No, that I was in Hocus Pocus? Movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. What do you hate that movie? Whoa, whoa, you hate Hocus Pocus. What? I've told you guys this multiple times. We don't listen oh to you when you speak. It's That's about true. The three I'm mad that you're right? on the podcast. <laughs> I didn't know you were here today. <laughs> the three witches, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I hate the that Sanderson movie. sisters. Yep. They don't like it. Well, you, you don't. You don't, li- you don't like things. Halloween uh, Town you was Bette Midler. <clears throat> <laughs> I liked. Wait, what? <laughs> you said their names. I, I know. I know her real name. You had Bette Midler, oh. and then you had the other one. What's her? What's her name? Uh, oh, the, the girl from Sex in the City. Yeah. She's the one that Family Guy. That's the first time I ever heard somebody said she, that she, she has a face like a, like a foot. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I got it from. They li- literally make her the, the shape of a foot. That's hilarious. Yeah, remember. my I preferred the Halloween Town movies over Hocus Pocus. Oh my god, what is wrong with you? Those aren't bad movies either, but they're not my favorite. I saw yeah. I saw part of one of the fifteen thousand Halloween Town movies, and I just couldn't. <laughs> I, I like like one the and, first two, two or three. One and two were good. One yeah, and two yeah. were good. One and two is well, first. The first one's when you first meet Halloween Town. Yeah. And then the, and the second one's where uh, it's his it's his ancestor, his grandson or some shit. Shit, it might know. be him young. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it's says a bad guy who was like the boyfriend of the main character. Yeah, it was a. I like those two movies. Yeah, I I just don't like Hocus Pocus. No, you're wrong. <clears throat> Your opinion is wrong. That's uh, it's impossible. But okay, keep going, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> opinions wrong it's impossible um so yeah halloween mostly the the just the fact that it's uh in a way it's islam's first halloween yeah so i'm i'm what? actually uh participating in the festivities i I never thought i'd see the day you don't celebrate halloween me no i've never celebrated halloween you don't like it no it's not that i don't like it it's just like i've never celebrated it's not part of like my culture or mm-hmm. religiously it's just like and you never wanted so to right um not really uh because just the way i was brought up mm-hmm. it was just like this yeah. is not a holiday we don't celebrate yeah. it whatever and i think at the time when my parents came when we were young they were just um because we're in such a foreign um culture and land that mm-hmm. they wanted to like preserve our like 
our culture I get and that. like religion. <clears throat> so they like they were very conservative on that point with like even Thanksgiving, which doesn't isn't really like a religious holiday. Like we never really celebrate it. Mm. Um but I think now it's just like it doesn't really matter cuz we're grown up and yeah. stuff like that. We I don't care about you no more. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Right. But it's just like it's it's come to the point where it's just like now they know that it's not really a religious holiday or something. It's just like a stupid, not stupid, but it's just yeah. like a thing. It really, like. yeah, because it, it it really isn't a religious <laughs> holiday at all. It's literally just. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it came from a religious holiday, but it turned to a non-religious holiday. In in a in a sense, it did. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. There's so. like, there's there's many different origins to. Uh, the, the one I know is the the, the Mexican uh, holiday, the Day of the Dead, or mm-hmm. you know, Dia de los Muertos. Yeah, yes, that's one of so, them. I mean, but that's that's still a, a different, you know, it's a it's a different type of thing. Like, have you ever heard about the one where I where the lady, um, she was uh she would like make this garden and October thirty first, which was um. I, I don't. It, it, there was an. It, there's another day. It's not just All Hallows Eve. It's something else. I forgot what it is. And this lady, she would always like set up her garden real nice at that time, and like the kids, they would just go around and destroy stuff. So she was like, "Let me come up with this idea for a party," and um, kill them all. Well, there you go. <laughs> no, so she did this party so that the kids could go to, and the part, and the, it was great. And then, but the kids still destroyed the, her garden. And then she did it again. I think she had to do it like three years. And then the last one, she went all out. She's like, "There's going to be people wearing costumes. There's going to be like everybody's going to be getting just like candy and stuff like that." And her plan was to get the kids so tired out that they wouldn't destroy anything. So she had everything go real late. Uh she had them playing games, dressed up in costumes, do everything. And then it was such a crazy party. Everybody knocked out and that became a tradition. That's she drugged the, the kids. That was that was one of the origins. Just uh, straight up drug kids. So how did this come about, Aslam, <laughs> with 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 Halloween here? Um, so I'm going to my first Halloween party, mm. and um, I'm dressing up. And uh, yeah, so that's why I'm celebrating. So are are have you um, are you are you gonna say what on here or no? Like, like what, what I'm dressing up as? Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> so at first I was gonna do Avatar Aang, mm-hmm. like an old, like the, um, like the older Avatar Aang. Mm-hmm. But um, I just don't have enough time to do justice to his costume, and I'm not gonna do a shitty Avatar Aang. Okay. I'm not what gonna if- do that to one of my favorite characters of all time and one of you the greatest shows Hugo of all Strange. time. Huh? Hugo Strange. Yeah, people aren't gonna know who Hugo Strange is. Um, so. I'm I'm I will still do Aang. I think I might do it next year, mm-hmm. but I just need time to like gather like the material and do the costume okay. right. Mm-hmm. He had a beard, right, when he got older. Yeah, yeah that's why I want mm-hmm. to do Aang because I can just keep my beard because I'm not doing any costume where I have to shave my beard. Would you have shaved off the mustache portion of it? Uh, he didn't have a mustache. Nope. Yeah, I would have just. Did. He was he was rocking the Abraham did. Lincoln. Oh, shit. Yeah, I would have trimmed it down. I don't mind the mustache as much because the mustache bothers me anyways. Would you have trimmed it down or cut it off? I would have trimmed it down. Why are you getting close to the camera when you say this? <laughs> it's, so confu- it's got a little too serious. I would have just uh, used, the, used the clipper and just take it off. Okay. It'll be low enough that it won't show that much. Um, well, But, yeah, I would have done that. Well, bef- before you continue, do you have any idea how you would do Aang? Like, you said you're planning on doing it. Like, do you, do you have any yeah, idea? Yeah, so I was looking at the uh, – I was studying the costume and stuff, and, I, and, like, I can buy most of the stuff, and, like, I would have to buy some fabric 
for some of the things and um sew it myself mm-hmm. but yeah like um i can get like the like a kung fu pants and like um they have like certain boots online and stuff like that so mm-hmm. i can collect the costume and like put it together myself mm-hmm. so i think i might do that all right and i i just i would love to see uh, just an arrow on your head <clears throat> yeah so i was playing doing the arrow on my head and my hands yeah Going up to like my shoulders, as you like should. The, as you should. Yeah. Would you get glow in the dark paint so that way when it's nighttime you could light up? Um, exactly. I was thinking you hit, about you that. Hit up the avatar stage. <clears throat> yeah, I was thinking about that, but I was like, how do I want to do my eyes? I want to put the paint on my eyelids and then close my eyes. That way, look, they look like they're glowing. Mm-hmm. Um, I can do that, or I can find. Um, I'm sure they have glow in the dark. Um, contact lenses. I yeah, can do that. You would. You would have done contacts. <clears throat> I would do that. Yeah, if they oh, have well. glow in the dark contact oh, lenses. Wow. <clears throat> contacts that that's something i wouldn't i wouldn't do yeah but my uh, the you have a thing about touching your eye i yeah. don't so yeah. i i can touch my eye right now and it wouldn't bother yeah, me no, i have perfect vision yeah well maybe that's why <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's there's yeah. a reason yeah, i don't let things touch my eyes and my i see good okay. it all yeah, that's true <laughs> i fucked up i fucked up yeah so for and this stop touching time, your eye right now <laughs> It's it. We talked about it. and it Got itchy. So that's <laughs> um. So for this Halloween, <clears throat> I don't know. I have so much phlegm right now. Sorry. I'm sorry. That's for me. I'm that sick. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for this Halloween, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get a pharaoh costume. But the pharaoh costume that I'm getting, mm-hmm. I'm gonna transform into like a pharaoh ninja. Okay. So it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, there were there were a lot of those running around back in the <laughs> back day. Back in the day, yeah, I don't yeah, know I where. Know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pharaoh assassin, I can do. But yeah, so I'm gonna be like a, a pharaoh by day and like a pharaoh Batman by night. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, like um, I'm gonna do something to that style. Nice. All right, well, yeah, so it should be fun. What, and what, I have like a cool dagger that my parents got me from uh, Turkey. Okay. So I might use that as a prop. What made you think of of this? Just because you're Egyptian, and you like ninjas. Uh, well, the, I was just gonna do a regular pharaoh. Yeah, but I but then you made fun of me, so I thought of something else. Nice. And then yeah, <laughs> yeah. you pushed me to be better. There you go. I told you this, you got to <laughs> step up. Oh man, I'm yeah, I'm, so. I'm really excited. I'm really excited. I'll, to see I'll actually send a picture in the group chat of the pharaoh costume that I'm thinking of getting. Okay. And then um, I have a couple other things on Amazon, like a like a ski mask but like a good one okay that i'm gonna that will cover that i can use to cover my face up to my nose okay like a mask and then i'll have the harrow the pharaoh the pharaoh like hat on that comes down like that and i was thinking depending on how it is i can also take it and use it to like do a second covering of my uh my face so it's like a double layer but like with the pharaoh thing just uh order it soon you know yeah, well, it's Amazon two days, um, so I'm ordering everything Monday. I know, but you're getting Halloween stuff close to Halloween, even though it's Amazon still. Price yeah, I'm ordering it Monday. I'll have a whole week, and if not, then I can go buy it in store. Yeah. But, uh, like, the only thing that might have an issue is the costume itself, but everything else is doesn't have to deal isn't uh, costume-related. Yeah. It's just other regular items, so okay. it shouldn't be a problem. That's, <clears> yeah, that's the thing for me this year. It's a it's a common like I've I've ordered a lot of stuff on Amazon, but it's mostly um like face paint uh, related items. Um, 
that's always been my thing uh halloween <clears throat> stuff uh i've gotten better with the face paint over the years so nice. uh, it's one of those things where it's like well, you know if i could incorporate that into a costume somehow uh so are you gonna to do work. one costume or two costumes this year uh, i could do one for each party I'm, I'm i'm gonna do the one if anything i might have to alter it for the second are you gonna let us know or are you gonna make it a surprise no, I'll, t- I'll tell you. I think I already said it to you. Um, it was. I don't it, think so, because uh, the last time I asked you about it, you didn't want to tell me. Okay. Um. Well, it's. I've never done anything uh like scary, mm-hmm. uh, before, so this is the first time I was like, you know, I'm gonna try to see if I can make it uh creepy. Um, but I'm still gonna have some funny stuff in there. Uh, so it's gonna. It's a clown. I've never really done a clown with the exception oh, of the Joker. Oh, that's right. Actually, you did tell me. Yeah, yeah you said you were gonna do a creepy clown. Yeah, yeah. So I was gonna try to make it scary. Um, like I said, I think I told you my goal is if uh. If I could make a little kid cry, then I did my job. Well, you have a lot, a lot of, a lot of little kids at the party. You can try. That's one of the things I was gonna ask. I was like, should I, should I make it creepy or yeah, tone yeah, it, tone fine. it down? No, no, do what you gotta do. Okay. Yeah. Um, do what you gotta do. <laughs> most of the people there are gonna be adults. They're gonna be some kids, but yeah. you don't have to worry about yeah, it. Yeah, because that's one of those things. I was like, I don't know how far I could go. Yeah, um, but it's just one of those like don't, just don't physically people. harass anybody. Because I, I do that so often. Hey, bro. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're like at Halloween. I've never seen look you at Halloween. Feel harassed. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Uh, <clears throat> um, so yeah, one thing I'm gonna probably have to do is I'm probably gonna have to uh, completely shave the beard. Uh, oh, so clean. Well, shit. you do that all the time. So not not. No, I I was <laughs> I was really trying hard not to, but when you do face paint. It's almost it's almost like a necess- necessity. Um, so there was that. Can't you like spray? Uh, use that spray? Not for what I want to do. Okay. What I, for what I really want to do, I need to get the beard out the way. Okay. <clears throat> that sucks, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, me too. Um, there was that, and there's a. I've never used this before, so hopefully it comes out good. Where it's like um, <clears throat> like latex stuff that you put on your face. Uh, okay. So I'm gonna do that. So it's like there's like a forehead portion I was looking at. Mm-hmm. And I, I I always assumed that my forehead was bigger than it is, and it's it's not. Like, because <laughs> um, like I looked at other people use the same exact one that I that I pur- purchased, and it covers up their entire forehead, and they have enough room for the hairline, and everything. Mm-hmm. Not me, man. My thing covers my hairline. I'm like, that's crazy. I have a little forehead, so um, I'm gonna have to figure out what to do that. I might have to buy a bald cap now. I was thinking about just straight up shaving my head, but I, I don't really want to shave my head and my beard. Yeah, you'd look like a giant baby. It's yeah, cool. I'd rather do one or the other. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Like I said, I got a couple things going. I just need to buy uh, some good ad- adhesive for that that portion, okay. and then after that, I should be should be pretty much set. Uh, Rudy, mm-hmm. do, are you doing Halloween at all? Anything? No, probably not. I yeah. mean, most of the time we don't really do too much. Jazz's family loves to do Halloween. Uh, Jazz isn't the biggest fan of it, um, and then. I guess what the most I've done is like take her sibling trick or treating. I just I don't have the energy or, or at the same time I don't really. It's not like I'm at a place where people I know have their own places to throw parties like that that mm-hmm. I would be wanting to go to, mm-hmm. regardless. Um, but at the same time, it's like I don't really do too much for it anyway. When I was a kid, I used to. I mean, I love Halloween and and the scaring of it and and just the the whole feel of it. Like I enjoyed that whole thing. But me personally, having to do anything with it, I really don't feel mm-hmm. like anything for that. Like I, if it was up to me, I'd I'd be home and I watch marathons of Halloween okay. and Halloween too. So have you ever? You've never really been a fan of the costumes or anything. Um, 
I mean, like, I think the only real, I mean, like, I've, when I was younger, I used to do that. But at the same time, costumes consisted of me, like, just having, you know, horror movie characters with masks on. I think the farthest I ever went with it was uh, I was the crow one year for Halloween. I did that once. Went, went to a party. And I think this is probably the reason. And I went to that party. Everybody saw me. Was like, oh, shit, you're the crow, but you don't have the hair. And I was like, it's okay. I, I got a haircut. And then uh, <laughs> I got so drunk that I left my jacket there. And uh, I left the car at my friend's house, and then I, then a drunk girl drove me home, and we almost died. And then I was so drunk that I went to go take a piss, and I was talking to a friend of mine, hung up the phone. This is when we had flip phones. The phone fell in the toilet, yeah. and I flushed the toilet down. The, I flushed the phone down the toilet. <laughs> oh, and then uh, and then uh, the next day, we got the phone out the toilet, but you know Josh had to take a shit, so Josh took a shit, and there was shit all over the toilet, and where my phone was, and <laughs> that's Halloween. See the year the year I did the crow, um, I was I was working at the uh, at the mall. I was working at Famous Footwear, and uh, it's funny. I did the crow. I I had long hair, so I made sure my hair was growing out. That was one of the times I had to shave the beard off, and uh, I did all right for you know how he's got like the shiny like costume like the clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to use like um, like electrical tape. Okay, and it was so hot, man. It was just like I was just sweating the entire time. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because I did that. I just got a trench coat. My year, I just got a trench coat. No, I, d- I got a trench coat like, too. Like Matrix style one. I did a trench coat too, but then I was like, I can't be wearing this all the time, so I took it off. Um, but I did that, and it's the people who knew the crow, like because like I said, I was working at the mall. It's like um, people knew the crow. They're like, oh, cool, the crow. And then you had other people was like, what's the crow? That's something from yep. way back in yep. the day, in the era called the '90s. And uh, it's funny. I'll never forget one kid. He was with his dad. His dad was, like, real excited. I was like, oh, it's the crow, Brandon Lee. This other year. I was like, yeah, yeah. And then this kid's like, who's It's Michael Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. What? Goddamn. Yeah. Because you were white? I had the white face with the black hair and just wearing weird clothing. It's Michael Jackson. It's Michael Jackson. It's funny, man. Please tell me to the moonwalk in that moment. I can't. I can't moonwalk, no. Oh, God. I would have been like, hee, hee. No, but I did that. I mean... There was another year where I was, uh, what was I? I was Beetlejuice, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You showed me the picture. Yeah. Well, no, that was the second time I was Beetlejuice. I think, I think it was the first time. I could be wrong. Whatever costume it was, it might have been the crow. Well, I remember being at the mall and then it was some guy. It was just like, oh, here, take a picture of my kid. I was like, what? And then it was just like, it was like a little kid to the point like I had to like hold him. Mm-hmm. And the kid was just terrified, oh. like screaming and everything. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to be doing this. And then the guy's like, No, no, it's fine. I was like, Your kid's crying. <laughs> He's like, No, no, it's fine. Then he runs away. How? <laughs> oh God. No, uh, Jazz's little brother. He probably was in the second grade. He had a nephew. Mm-hmm. Well, he has a, no, he has a little cousin who was like two, mm-hmm. and they dressed him up like Chucky with nice. the with the pin with the striped nice. shirt. And the and the suspenders and the and the and the makeup for the scar and everything like that, and then a lot of the kids like, oh, it's Chucky, it's Chucky, and then one of the girls like, ah, just started crying, <laughs> and then Jazz is like, oh, she saw the movie, like she actually, <laughs> she, knows she actually it. knows who this is. Oh man, yo, he looked and he looked, it was really good, like it was straight up, like That's he was awesome. just two years old, just walking, around, and he was like so confused being two, he was like, he was just like, why the fuck everybody's, why everybody looking at me? Yeah, why is everybody, what's happening? Because they don't know. I think kids at that age don't even realize you put makeup on them. They're just walking around. I think they notice. <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I want to say my most upsetting Halloween, I remember I was like in the maybe like the third grade or something like that, and I was the mask. 
like Jim Carrey. Oh, okay. So I had the, the whole yellow thing. It was one of the ones we just bought in the store. And I was like, it's real cool. I had a cool mask and everything. You know, I had the mask. And then I get there, and then that day at school, they were just like, oh, there's no masks allowed in school. Oh, my gosh. I was like, wait, so I can't wear the mask, but I'm wearing all this yellow. Yeah. So I was like, that sucks. So you're a pimp. Well, no, that's the the thing. I go in there, and they're like, oh, look, it's Dick Tracy. I'm like, I'm not Dick Dick Tracy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm the mask, but they didn't let me wear the mask. Oh, look, it's Dick Tracy. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. Oh, my God. That was an upsetting one. Halloween. I think they did that. No, they did that shit when I was uh when I was uh I was gonna say white face, ghost face. When I was, <laughs> white when I face was, killer. Yeah, white face killer. <laughs> when I was uh when I was ghost face for uh for scream, I did the one with the bloody mask. Yeah, where yeah, you'd, yeah, like, yeah, I like that. And then the yeah. blood would run down, and they were like, oh yeah, yeah, there's no masks. And I was just like, so I'm just a man in a black trench coat. I had one with of the knife. He's <laughs> <laughs> just a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, well, "This is great." No, there was one year where I did one of those. It's like it wasn't even a costume. It was like we just kind of just put something together. Me and my parents, just whatever. And we had like one of those masks where it was like blood, and we actually got to wear it. So I remember I was just like in class, and then like people were just all looking at each other, do, doing each other's costumes. And every time somebody looked at me, I just did the thing where it's like I'd squeeze the thing and just blood would just come down. And I was like, "Ah, it's blood." Mm-hmm. We didn't we didn't <laughs> learn anything that day. What was like the worst costume you guys think you ever had? Well, I don't know, I'm not you asking, but what's the worst costume you ever you think you ever had? I think and the worst costume I think it wasn't even me, it was Josh. Josh had a pirate. How are you how are you, how are you gonna him. say how are you gonna say the worst <laughs> costume you ever had that you just you just throw Josh into the bus? <laughs> Josh. Josh was a Josh was a pirate and all his clothes oversized. And then Fernando Fernando just for some, for fun put the costume on and he actually looked like a pirate because he had a goatee at the time. Mm. I, like not not even the goatee, like the the mustache, the little yeah, little little porn star stash thing going on. That was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I did a pirate once in high school. It kind of looked like um Jack yeah, Sparrow. Yeah, you did Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Well, it really wasn't. It was just a pirate. I know, it, just, but, it looked a lot. But like you Jack also Sparrow. started like I think you just went along with it, and then you yeah. started acting like Jack Sparrow. Well, th- I was also in drama class, and one of the scenes I had to act like Jack Sparrow. Oh, did you do the run? I think you just did it for the rest no, of the I, day. Yeah, I did, no, I did do it for the rest of the day. I did yeah. the run. I did the whole where he's like just wobbling around like he couldn't stand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think my worst costume might have been freshman year of high school. Um, I kind of just didn't feel like really wearing a costume. But I was like, it's Halloween. I got to do something. So I put on a Eli Manning Giants jersey. <laughs> wore some jean shorts. Oh, uh, I had a oh, wow. I had a chain around my neck with a lock on the end. I said, "Hey, I'm John Cena." Oh, um, <laughs> oh that wow. that's probably that's probably my worst one. So yeah, they let me go to school yeah. with a chain. <laughs> <laughs> bro, we we went to school in Elizabeth, bro. Anything's up for grabs. Oh, well, I can't I can't wear a mask. Yeah, yeah, no, right. you can kill somebody with a mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all. Um, that's that's all I got for Halloween early. And well, so else. before we move yeah. on, um, I want to uh, I I want to apologize in advance. You're a liar. I just want to apologize yeah. in advance about this. No, I know. But I went to Penhurst um, Haunted Asylum mm-hmm. in oh, Pennsylvania, yeah, mm-hmm. um, like last week. I gotta say, it was really good. It was really like the props and everything was really mm-hmm. well done. Mm-hmm. Not scary at all. Oh, of course, though. Yeah, but the reason it's not though is because of that single file line bullshit that they put you through. Like that's it's not even like a single line. It's you go in like small groups. Yeah, and it's just I don't know. It's just even if you like 
because like the lines were ridiculous right they had like really long lines Mm -hmm. and um so there's no way they're gonna send you in like a like two or three or four people at a time right they're gonna have to send you in with larger groups Mm. or else you'd be waiting there all night Mm -hmm. um otherwise the actors were amazing Mm -hmm. and like they can touch you and stuff and like uh they did (laughs) um which was really funny and um the props like they did an amazing fucking job with the props like the setup like everything was like super cool it was like it was super dark there was a lot of strobe lights there was a lot of like effects from the strobe lights that you um that i don't think it was intended by them but it happened and um yeah it was just like overall it's like i think it's a cool experience for people to go do <clears throat> there were girls one girl started hyperventilating at one point nice. that she was hilarious um because we got into like um they put us in like so there was like one actor and like we were filing in with groups and they just started putting us in like different doors and you like we go in the door and it's like completely fucking dark and you kind of don't know what to do and like you think something is going to pop out at you. And I think that fear like made this girl start fucking hyperventilating. She was breathing. She was freaking out. And what ended up happening is just like, oh, we, there was like a little light at the bottom. There was like a little opening that we had to crawl through to get to the next door to get to the next door. And then like we can just exit. So it's like after you walk through the whole thing, that was like how you exit. And uh, I think that was probably the scariest part for that girl because she it was just like the fear of the unknown like freaked mm-hmm. her out. It was crazy. From what Jazz tells me, when she went to Europe, uh, it was they had like a Halloween type thing theme going on there. But their laws are a lot like like a lot more uh, fluid. Like they they're not as strict over here as far as it comes to touching. Like they said over there, like they there's rooms. You in the face. No, like they'll straight up grab you and take you to a different room mm-hmm. or something like that. Like um, she said well, that they they also have rooms that move. Like you'll go into a room that's completely pitch black. But, like, it's on a platform that actually will tilt and move, and it makes the whole room feel like it's immersive. Mm. Oh, cool. So, it's like there's certain things with it. That's really cool, actually. <laughs> well, when I was going, like, one of the one of the people I went with said that, like, when they went a couple of years ago, um, when they were doing one of the, like, the, the attractions, he got taken <laughs> by, like, a couple of clowns mm-hmm. from his group. And he said they just like started tickling me, but like they took him from the group, which was like really funny. And like turns out those clowns didn't work there. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Which was funny. And then he said there was like this other one where there's like this midget um, ran and like grabbed his brother, and then like his brother started freaking out because he didn't know what the fuck was happening, which I thought was really funny. But none of that happened. But like the actors were touching people and like. What, somebody had like a wet sponge and they put it in my face and i was like that's nasty and like some kid was like right in front of us he's like i got it in my mouth <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> which was hilarious oh, um but yeah it was it was a good uh experience i think it was pretty fun i i highly recommend it yeah, i gotta i, I gotta go then i got you next yeah, time sure you i think I think, I think honestly, something I'd rather do is probably like one of those immersive, like you actually, like I guess not really a haunted thing or whatever, but like one of those night, those rooms that are like abandoned building and they have the night lights on you and you go through the process of it. Yeah, that's what I would prefer to do. Well, this was a completely. This is an actual abandoned asylum, right? There's like the is it the is it the penitentiary or is it the asylum? The the asylum. So this is it was it's a giant grounds. With multiple brick buildings, 
that are all abandoned. They all look fucked up. And then they took they take certain like floors and shit and then they make them into these um assams. One of the um one of the one of the attractions is called the morgue and you're going through and you're seeing all these like props and like one of the props look like a real body that was, what was the name of the what was the name of the place? Nah, see, I'll, 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 I'll go in there like that's a fake body that okay. ain't a real body so we I went <laughs> no it looked really t- good well I went hey to I, I got experience walls. I went to yeah, terror behind the walls in Philadelphia it's mm-hmm. it's the Eastern State Penitentiary yeah so this is actually a prison in the in the daytime they'll actually do tours. Of the prison and everything mm-hmm. that in all the places that used to be there, and then that night they do the Halloween. That's what stuff. I thought you were. That's nice. where I thought you were going to the penitentiary. Uh no, we did the asylum. Mm-hmm. I think it, it was a choice, and they chose the asylum mm-hmm. because they mm-hmm. did the penitentiary, and they said it sucked. Okay, but whatever. But no, I think I've seen. I think I've also. Have you guys ever been to escape rooms? Yes. No, that's another thing I wanted to do. But you know, yeah, I, I want to do an escape room. Yeah. I'll do it with the both of you. I, like I think Jazz said she was down, but she left. Um, she left the state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She said, "Nah, fuck y'all, it's, fuck y'all." She, she, she just escaped you. That's all. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm real. really down to. The oh, three I would, I would love to. Fun. I would love to. Oh, yeah, I'm let's down. do it. Let's plan it. I wish, I wish we could record it. They don't want to record I it because they don't want to yeah, give yeah. away the secrets. No, no. Yeah. But God, there was, there was one. Jazz and I did one where the room was like pitch black, and they gave us like these little, little flashlights, and it was so hard to do, but it was really fun. Um, but they actually do haunted escape rooms. Where, like, the theme is Halloween-themed, but they also do it in the same sense of, like, things... Like, they have people that scare the shit out of you, so it's more interactive as a result of that. So that shit's also pretty cool. Nice, yeah. I'm definitely down to do that. Let's plan one. I'd love to do that. Before you leave, Rudy. I would love to do that. Yeah, I'm down. Uh, But no, like... Before you leave, too. (laughs) uh, Rudy, like you said, uh, I would definitely like to do the thing where you said that they have, like, a light on you and you're going to, like, a quote-unquote haunted place. Yeah. Um. I would like. Like I said, I've always wanted to go to a place that's supposed to be haunted. I. I would. I would love to do that because, like, there's. There's this. Like, what you went to Islam, and like I said, I would like to go to that. But if I had the choice to go to something that's uh, a, a setup like Bro, stage if play, you, if you that's find cool. a place. But I would love to I'm, do something that's supposedly real. If you find a place, you know I'm fucking down. I'll drive us there. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, because that. Yeah, because that. That's the goal. It's just like I want to see that. I want to see it for myself. I want to see. If, yeah, if you if, if that you can find a place, me. yeah, I'm down. And like my girl likes that shit too, yeah. so it's like she'll definitely be down to come. And like her friends like it too, yeah. so we can definitely go as a group. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. My topic. Yep. I want. I was so lost. I thought well, that was your topic. My bad. That was my topic. My topic? No, that was Danny's topic. Oh, okay. No, I, that's oh, you saying, thought Penhurst? No, no. Yeah, I, was, yeah, yeah. I just added that onto Dan's topic. Okay. Okay. My topic is Quibi. Now, if you, you guys just, don't know... What the fuck did you just call me? <laughs> if you guys don't know what Quibi is, Quibi is going to be a new streaming platform that is going to be coming out in April of 2020. Now, what makes this uh, platform interesting is it's going to be a mobile streaming platform only, right? So you can only access the videos via your phone. Now, the reason why this company is doing this is because uh, studies have shown that most millennials uh, watch videos on their phone, like YouTube and, like, they'll stream stuff like Hulu and Netflix via their phone. So they're like, we're going to make a streaming platform just for the phone. So I'm going to read you guys a little bit about this. Um, so Quibi is an upcoming American short-form mobile video platform headquartered in Los Angeles, California. Um, the company 
uh, is led by Meg Whitman as CEO, targeting uh, younger viewers with premium content delivered in quick bites for viewing on the go. Um, so it's pretty much uh, what is the word I'm looking for? It is um, Hufflepuff. No, stop with the Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. What is? What am I saying? Uh, it's like servicing. It's servicing the need of short uh, videos to consume. Yeah, like short-term viewing, most, basically. Yeah. yeah. So most people are, that's what they're into right now is like, because their attention span is so short that they just want to see like quick bites of videos, like probably right. 10, 15 minutes the most. TikTok is, right? Well, no, TikTok is even shorter than that, right? TikTok is the new Vine. Mm. So, um, and that's mostly with music, like, so it's, mm -hmm. it's not like, um, it's not like this. So the company plans to spend 1.1 billion on commissioning Jesus. original content in its first year, totaling 7,000 short form episodes. Projects include, uh, Chrissy's court, a judge Judy style, uh, reality show starring Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, speaking Spielberg, uh, Steven Spielberg will write horror series, uh, Spielberg after dark unique in that it only can be viewed at night that's interesting mm -hmm. um zach afron will star uh with his brother in a survival reality series called kill the afrons okay that's weird um and then uh other stuff but so i think this is interesting in the in the scheme of uh the millions and millions of streaming services that are going to pop out now um and though what's what uh, excuse me. Let me. I'm trying to get my thoughts together. What is going to be interesting about this uh, streaming platform is that Quibi's content is made specifically to be only viewed on mobile devices and can be viewed in either horizontal or vertical video. So even if you switch your phone to vertical, the video is not going to get weird because it's going to be recorded simultaneously with two cameras hmm. that record in both views. So yeah. So. I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing because what is it? What I feel like this is going to make the whole attention span thing worse. If you're feeding the, like, you know, the need of just like these shorts, like short attention span, like everything is just going to get shorter and shorter and shorter. And like long form video might, I don't know if it's going to go away, but it's just, it's interesting. Maybe for just for streaming. Like this works the short uh, the short attention span. I like I'm actually looking forward to seeing what Steven Spielberg horror thing is going to be. If it's an anthology series, I think that could be interesting. Well, R uh, Rudy, especially correct if it's me like if I'm wrong, stories. but when I think of Steven Spielberg, I don't think of horror. Do you? I think of Jurassic Park. Yeah, I don't think of him doing anything horror. Well, e. no, but he's a great director, so it's just he's, he's uh, a, he's, maybe he he's a good director. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he's. I mean, come on. Jurassic Park was an amazing movie. And that was all practical effects. Yeah. So, yeah, he's an amazing director. I'm, I'll stick with good. <laughs> okay. Whatever. It's an opinion. Yeah. Um so yeah, so I think like there's like, like there's like interesting things about this platform and like I think there's going to be drawbacks from this platform. Like in the in the social aspect, like I think these really short form videos that are going that's going to exacerbate the short attention span is not good um 
but then in the in the other case like it's already happening with youtube and stuff where like even uh, comedian andrew schultz like he doesn't put out like our specials he puts out like he has like his hour special but he puts it out into separate bits where which each video is like seven minutes long or like 10 minutes or shorter you know what i mean mm. because like he figured out that people don't really watch our specials anymore they just want to consume content in short bits because maybe that's all they have time for that's their attention span would allow and then you kind of go on like youtube wormholes where you just like or like down rabbit holes where you just like search like a million videos that you can stay on for two hours looking at youtube videos but you're not going to sit there and watch like one long video for like two hours and that's saying most people not necessarily us because i still sometimes prefer to watch the hour-long special depending on who the comedian is or or whatever show i'm watching so i i think it's 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 a double-edged sword in my opinion um this new platform but uh i'm interested to see where it's gonna go i think i mean if i just to jump on piggyback on what you're saying i think that what what they'll still end up doing one it's definitely going to mess up people's attention span and make them worse but i think two what it's going to do is it's going to change the normalization of what type of content you watch on your phone right so if you have multiple people whether they're our age or younger or even younger kids getting their phones and starting to come into electronics you're going to start seeing that that's probably going to be the main standard now very similar to the way uh way uh instagram videos are where they're like i think five to ten minutes long so it's like that's probably going to be the normal standard for mobile phones and then the it'll change depending on the type of platform that you're on right see but, but i can instagram, also oh sorry go ahead no no i was gonna say but i can also see comedians that do hour-long specials use these platforms as a way to sample like to give out uh like little little tastes of their stuff like i was like that's what netflix does netflix will go on instagram and give like a snippet of one of dave Chappelle's jokes and say you can watch the whole hour-long special on netflix so it's a good marketing ploy yeah so what instagram has done when they started doing the videos is that they're like okay so we're gonna give you your short form video and also we're gonna create another platform within the within instagram to give you a long form video and that's where like the instagram tv came from with like the live tv or you know what i mean Mm -hmm. where you can click on on the videos like it'll show you like a like a piece of the video and then you got to click into it and then it's like the instagram tv thing where it's like shows a longer form of the video where it's like 10 15 minutes or whatever it is so they've they did that so they can give you but that's still short form like 10 15 minutes is still short form so it's like it went from like a micro form to like a short form mm-hmm. um yeah i think this type of uh video is gonna is gonna benefit certain markets um like comedians because already this is what andrew schultz has like started like doing the short bits and like of uh, seven to eight minutes of, in his videos and stuff like that so i think it's gonna if more comedians want to do that i think they'll either they'll probably still keep it on youtube and then move to quibi that way they could get a paid subscription so they'll because this is probably going to be a subscription based uh, oh yeah platform. they're gonna put it's billions gonna of be dollars free. behind it most likely they already have like a billion dollar investors so they're probably going to just take that money and push it into original content Mm -hmm. and um yeah so it's just gonna be like the the way entertainment is like 
morphing right now. It's just an amazing thing to see from where it came from and then how it's transforming and where it's going to go and like trying to see or trying to predict where it's going to go. Like uh, one thing we had talked about before is like um, uh, streaming and uh, streaming movies from like when I when I had sent you guys the article on the group chat of uh, AMC saying they're going to stream their movies now. And then I was like, I called it, but like I called something different where pretty much the, these movie per companies like cutting out the middleman of the movie theaters and just like streaming straight to the cu- customer. And I think AMC is like seeing that happening with like these streaming services from <clears throat> Disney and which has like Pixar and all that. And then they have the like Warner Brothers is going to eventually make one and stuff like that. So they're already like these companies that produce the content are already making their own streaming service. And I think AMC is trying to get ahead of the, of them being pushed out while they're like, okay, you guys could come and watch the movie now or you, and then like maybe they'll have it premieres in the theater for like a month. And then after that, they'll push it out on their streaming platform where you can rent it or buy it and like watch it at home. Is that considered so okay? So it's a streaming platform, but it's not a streaming subscription-based platform, then, right? So it's no, it's, yeah, like it's, I said, it's it like on, demand, with on yeah. demand. And then their movies I, that they've shown are what? They're they're things that have been out of the theater for about a, a month or so. I don't I don't know. That's my guess, and mm-hmm. uh, it's just I feel it's just a way for AMC to stay relevant. Yeah. Um, because I feel like people are like really happy with streaming and like Mm -hmm. if disney is producing movies obviously they're going to want to put them in theaters because they want to make the big bucks but i think it's just they're going to take them out of theaters quicker and put them on their platform so people can see them i wouldn't be surprised like if you think about it like i mean just imagine the live action uh lion king movie right like whether if that would if you if you would have told me that disney had its own subscription streaming platform and it's only going to come out on there. It's not going to be in the theater. I could literally see millions of people just picking up the subscription, even for a month, just to see that oh, movie. Yeah. yeah. So and they'll be it, like it, paying for a ticket. Yeah, pretty much at that point. Yeah. I mean, and, you, the, and you, then and you also get the the benefit of them coming in, checking out the other content, and hopefully locking them in long term. Yeah. That's the and, goal. And then you can, you have the thing of you can still put out movies on the silver screen. And then you can have movies like instead of like what they used to do direct to DVD, but like mm-hmm. direct to their streaming service. Right? Mm-hmm. So they could do both at the same time and then have both markets. Right. So we're mm-hmm. going to give you these movies on a silver screen and then we're going to have Disney Plus exclusives. I think that's it. That is what they're doing, right? Well, they have the shows and stuff. No, no, like I'm that, pretty sure they announced that there's going to be sp- certain movies that go straight to Disney Plus. Okay, yeah. yeah, so that makes more sense. You know what I mean? So they're going to yeah, tackle both uh, markets. Certain shows, yeah. but yeah, they are going to have like, hey, if you want to see these movies, you're going to have to get a subscription. Yeah. And they'll probably have like a free trial thing for like two weeks or a month or whatever. But yeah. at the end of the day, like what what these companies are realizing now is that whoever produces the better content has the ability to make the more the most money even if it's on their subscription platform because these other platforms like as theaters depend on these 
companies who make the content because theaters aren't making their own movies right it's the movie companies and then they rely on movie theaters to show their movies but now they don't really need that anymore so it's Mm. just like an it's going to be an interesting landscape to see how it's going to morph from movie theaters to if movie theaters go away and i know we had this conversation before but I, i i i i have come to the other side where we had the comments of I don't I I I thought movie theaters are going to go away maybe they will but I don't think they will go away right now because people still like to do that mm-hmm. yeah. Look, we go still got a ways away for that like I said if there's something I, think I really want to see maybe like two see, generations when yeah. people are coming up with when they're growing up with streaming platforms maybe then movie theaters will go away but we still have like the baby boomers and then like the millennials that grew up with theaters that are still gonna go i think once vr starts to pick up where you can put yourself in a virtual seat at the yeah, movie the theater you'll never need theater. a movie theater anymore no, no, yeah, it all you depends. can probably link up with friends with and people do that. react to vr mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um i mean but it's like it's like you said though yeah if you have a streaming platform and you have your own content one you can make the movies cheaper because you don't have to make them in certain formats to put them out into these theaters you don't have to worry about distribute uh, distribution or even a uh, marketing uh marketing or anything like that and you just keep all the money in house. So yeah, because you, you can market on your money. own, your yeah. own platform. You can have like a commercial or two on your stuff on your yep. um, streaming service of your own stuff, mm-hmm. right? So it's just like you don't have to pay anybody else for marketing, which is a lot of money. And like you can always market on YouTube. You know what I mean? So it's just like, yeah, like what's the point anymore? So it's just like like the the landscape of like morphing entertainment and consumption is like moving so rapidly it's uh it's gonna be fun well what's the name of the app you said quibi quibi yeah now that what you're talking about with like the 10 15 minute 20 minute shows or whatever that is something i've seen like that's something i'm guessing they say short form but they never say like uh all right well that 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 type of thing that's something i've already seen a few times on YouTube, and I, it does seem to work. Uh, you guys ever hear Sugar Pine 7? No. Okay, so mm-hmm. uh, Rooster Teeth. Oh, I've heard of Rooster okay, Teeth. Okay, so Rooster Teeth, uh, after becoming <coughs> really popular, they acquired like other smaller companies, and they acquired this one group called Sugar Pine 7. Or it was this guy called Steven Suptic who used to work for uh, some company that got shut down, whatever. And he had this idea of creating this weird show where it's just him, a bunch of his friends making stupid videos uh, where they're just being dumber, funny versions of themselves. And then they started making it episodic and they started developing actual seasons. And there were little storylines in there. It all started off with them just being like stupid characters. And in the end, that's still what it was. But they started developing things. They won a streamy because of it, which was like the best <laughs> streaming service in, on YouTube or whatever. Yeah. Like they actually won it uh, for their show and everything. And it's it's something where it's like I've seen a couple things like that where it's like I, I'm sure that's one of the reasons why Quibi is going to happen because you could look at something like that. Now, my only thing is like if they do come out with this, I'm curious if you're going to have other uh, things like YouTube. They're going to look specifically at the fact that you could film in two different ways and see if um, maybe not YouTube, but like let's say something like a, just throw Netflix out there. 
where they they'll focus on doing it that way so that you can watch it like i could see this being something that it kind of comes out and then you have the places that are already established that already have shows are going to take different developments that quibi's come up with and just implement it into their (coughs) Mm -hmm. already existing platforms oh i definitely think that's going to happen because the reason why quibi's doing this is because research has shown that a lot of people consume videos on their phone like i do the same thing like on my commute home Mm -hmm. I watch an episode of Netflix or two on my phone. Like I download them and I watch them offline. So it's just like this is that's one way I can keep up with my shows because otherwise I don't really have much time once I get home because I have other things to do. So I do consume videos on my phone. I I will go on YouTube and watch something. And uh, so video consumption on your phone is definitely coming more mainstream, especially with like the better... um, the better screens and like phones have gotten a, the, a little bigger. Now you have like the regular size phone and then like the, the bigger size phone. And that's because people like to watch videos on their phones. Uh, that's the only reason why they made the screen bigger because once video became accessible on your phone, it's like, Oh, people want to have a little bigger of a screen to watch. It's funny. So. Cause like, that's one of those things where <laughs> you're absolutely right. And I am so out of touch with everything that it's like, the last thing I want to do is watch a video on my phone. Like that's that's literally a last resort for me. But you're right; most people are the opposite. They where they they do probably watch more things on their phone. Like if I can't watch it on my on a TV screen or a computer or something like that, then I don't need to watch it. I think then, a lot of people right now, especially if you're like a commuter, yeah. watching something on your phone is important. Like on my commute in yeah. the morning, no, you're right. I see it makes a lot perfect of people sense, yeah. have their headphones in. They're watching. Yeah. Most something. that's what I said. Most people do or, do that. Yeah. It's just that's what I'm just saying. It's like that's this is one one of those situations where once again I'm really out of touch as usual. Yeah. Well, also you don't commute by train, so you can't really watch anything while you're I driving. Wouldn't. And if I was <laughs> driving, and, and if I was, and I know, yeah. like even if I was uh, commuting, if I was commuting by car, I probably wouldn't be watching yeah. things on my phone either. So, mm-hmm. like the only reason why I watch on my phone is because either I watch something on my phone or I just stand there looking at people on the train. And I want to do that. Yeah. That's like weird. It's funny because uh, there's been situations where it's like. I've done that where it's like, uh, well, it happens when we used to go to your, your old apartment to record and it would be situations where it's just like, we're sitting there and we're like, let's say we're listening to feedback or something on a, on a, on a podcast. We're all just at whatever you two or whoever else is with us would be on our phone. I'll literally sit there and I won't do anything. I'll just sit there. And it's one thing I've noticed in a lot of areas where it's like, I'll be in a situation where it's like a lot of people, like it's, you know, like a downtime and conversation or whatever people they will stop to look at their phones, or whatever. I literally just. I just sit there and I wait. <laughs> the only time I'll look at my phone is because I have like a message to answer. Yeah. And so I'll I'll take out my phone and answer. Otherwise, when I'm like, uh, yeah, I'll just, I, I, I am guilty of taking up my phone and looking at it sometimes. Yeah. Um, But I'm also like socially awkward. So it's just like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think uh, that's it. Rudy, do you have anything else to say? No, I man, I'm on my phone all the time. Why not? I mean, <laughs> fuck my job. But uh, I used to listen to a lot of music at my job when I used to do my, my work just to pass the time. But after a while, you either listen to the same type of music so often or whatever it is. And then when you go into, it's like you said, the the YouTube uh, rabbit hole. And once you get on there, you just, you either see a whole bunch of stuff that you know that's nostalgic. Yeah. Or you catch up to news in a related field that you like that intrigues you and you keep on going with it. Yeah, man. I mean... 
if I'm going on YouTube rabbit hole, I'm usually watching clips of One Piece fights that I really enjoyed. Mostly Sometimes the I Marine watch Family Saga. Yeah. Just watch Steve Harvey all day. See, I, it's, that's <laughs> another thing. I don't do that. I don't do that on YouTube. Yeah. Like, when I go on YouTube, it's I'm looking for something specifically. And it'll be like an hour-long thing, and I'll just watch it. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I used to go down the rabbit holes. That's something I don't do anymore. Well, good rabbit for you. holes. It's rabbit addictive. holes are fun though. Like yeah. I, I went on like on a like a like the mystery of pyramids rabbit hole one time, yeah. which I thought was very. I used to enjoy doing it, but now it's just like there's actual like shows on YouTube that yeah. I'll watch. You know, it's like oh they mm-hmm. I know they post this show on this day. Let me go on YouTube. I mm-hmm. treat it like a like a Netflix or a Hulu like that. Well, it's, I, I YouTube is moving that way. Yeah, exactly. So. All right, thanks everybody for listening to another episode of Los Wise Guys podcast. Uh, don't forget to follow us on our, all our social medias, all the platforms, all the social media platforms, and the podcast places. Yep, you gotta work on that. Yeah, well, somebody's gotta come up with something. Follow us know. on all of your favorite social media platforms and podcast. Everybody's platforms. on all the social media. That's you know, you know, we're the only ones that are. Not. I don't care about social media. I'm done. I'm done talking about social media. Be sure to follow <laughs> us on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Just follow us. Get in your car. Follow us. Yeah. I still haven't gotten any emails. You guys are assholes. Just saying. You, you, thought, you thought you were going to email. I thought you wanted us to send them emails. No, not you guys. I'm talking about the fans. I, you know what? I was going to send one. <laughs> I was debating. I'm just saying, that shit's Islam. Right. This isn't working. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. Have a great week, guys.